I think that the biggest problem that people have with saying they need more leads is that they think or they have a perception that a lead is when someone comes and goes, knock, 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 can I buy your product? And that is not the case. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. It's time for you to increase your influence, grow your business, and scale to freedom. Now, let's enter the lab with your host, Samantha Riley. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I am rejoined by my host who has arrived back from overseas. Welcome back, Tim. <coughs> Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Back to, uh, you know, lack of humidity. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. I don't we know. Miss, we missed you last Thursday. Yes. Yeah, no, well, I, well, I had a good time, actually. I have been in Melbourne and Vietnam over the last week, um, doing a couple of mastermind events uh, with some fellow uh, keep partners, which has actually been really insightful just to sort of see what's working, what's not working and, and kind of just lift the lead on on each other's businesses a little bit and be a little bit vulnerable. I think that's a, mm. a fantastic opportunity. And of course, you know, I've never been to Vietnam before. Uh, that was fun as well. So got to experience we were talking about the traffic. It's oh my one God. Of, one of a kind. Wow. <laughs> I'm not a fan. It's scary. <laughs> yeah, well, I did miss my flight home uh, and had to buy a new one because of the traffic. So, <laughs> uh, yuck, yuck. Hey, Tim, I'd love you to give us your biggest takeaway <coughs> of leaving your home environment and getting out and working on your business. Um, look, I think it's really good. I, you know, this is the first time that um, I've kind of really done this and not taken the business operation, the day-to-day operations with me. Um, I've spent a lot of this year building a team and this is the first time I've said, all right, team, hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, (laughs) fingers crossed you've got this um, and just let them run things. And that was actually able to step step back and, and look at look at my business, I guess, with fresh eyes uh-huh. um, and go, you know, what's what's working, what's not working, you know, is it sort of on track to, to get me where I want to go? Um, I know we've got our next episode planned is, is something that I asked a question on, you know, is, am I am I in the right niche? You know, how do I position for that? Um, and I know that's a question you've just asked yourself as well, Sam, which we're going to talk about in next episode. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually it was, re- it was really good, really insightful. And, and um, I think the, the really cool thing about that, um, getting in a room with peers um, is it is also that you can learn from what you give to other people as well. Mm, absolutely. You know, and you can say, okay, well, you've got that same problem. That's not necessarily a priority for me right now, but I can see how it could be. Mm, mm. I love I love getting out from my normal office or home environment and having those conversations. It not only gives you fresh eyes on you know, what's happening in the back end of your business, like you said. I, I know that I mentioned on another episode that when I got back from the States, it was great because I could, it was a refresh of, okay, well, what broke this time? What what systems and procedures do we need to fix up? But, you know, just, just getting out and being with different people and seeing sometimes through different eyes, whether it's into other people's businesses or even, you know, your own business, it's very, very worthwhile. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. But today we're going to talk about, <coughs> or the question that we're going to ask is, do you really need more leads? And you, uh, this was your idea for an episode, which we were chatting about before you even went away, because it's yeah. something that you asked in your Facebook group, and it was just so genius. The conversation that we had, and the and the take that we had on it, that uh, we've decided to do a whole episode on it. Yeah, well, I think the the thing that surprised me 
Well, maybe not. Maybe surprise me. I, I think surprise you, Sam, as well. But I know possibly those people listening today would would probably not be surprised at that because you'd go, "Well, if I need more leads. I need more leads." Um, and I asked the question, "What do you need? You know, what would you like to learn more about? Do you want to learn more about how to get more leads? How to um, plug the leaks in your sales pipeline, or how to create leverage in your business?" And the interesting feedback I got was that a lot of new businesses wanted more leads. Mm-hmm. About the sort of three to four year mark. It shifted to I need to kind of manage my opportunities better. Mm-hmm. And then at the bigger the business, the more mature the business, the more the business owner was, you know, knocking on the door of how do I create leverage in my yes. time? And almost universally across whether it was Facebook or LinkedIn or any community that I asked, um, it was the same sort of pattern that I was seeing. Mm. Scarily, um, on some of the marketing forums I in, there were plenty of marketing companies who put their hands up and said, I would love more leads as well. <coughs> Let's not go down that route today <laughs> because that actually scares me a little. Um, yeah. And I don't want to get into that conversation, land myself in any hot water. Yeah. Uh, but look, let's start off, Tim. I'd love you to share, like, what is a lead? Okay. So a lead is, a, is an opportunity for a sale in your business. And I would normally break this down. I guess I mean, some people might talk leads and, and qualified leads. Um, you may have also heard in suspects and prospects and, and that's those sorts of things, you know, whether leads come before prospects, etc. Okay. I think if you were to broadly say that a suspect is anybody in the world who matches your customer avatar. Okay. So you might be talking stay-at-home mum between the ages of 35 and 45 who reads Woman's Day um, and shops at Aldi. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at both psycho- a psychometric and demographic mm-hmm. kind of um, qualifications. Those are suspects. All right? We don't really don't know who they are. Um, if you're clever, you've gone and give them a name like Susan. Right? Mm-hmm. So Susan's our, our suspect. All right? Our prospects are a bit more qualified in that regard. Okay. So we know who they are. They're a particular group of people. Um, you know, their business owners in a particular group. Okay. I think when we go, when we get to leads, leads are people we've actually started connected, connected to and started to create a conversation. Mm. Right? Now, the reason I think that the mistake people make is not in how do I get more leads? The real problem is actually in having leaks in your sales pipeline. And I think mm. you would agree with this, Sam. Absolutely. We were talking about beforehand because what we're doing is we're connecting with people and then hoping that they're going to knock down our door and buy from us straight away. And that's yes. not really how it works, is it? No, and it's not. And this has been so valuable for you and I to talk this out and to really get clarity on being able to explain this to other people. Because I, I think that the biggest problem that people have with saying they need more leads is that they think or they have a perception that a lead is when someone comes and goes, knock, 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 can I buy your product? And that is not the case. No. It's just not the case at all. So that's what we're going to un- uncover and uh, dive deep into today because essentially the responsibility to generate leads is with you as the business owner. It's not with someone else or your prospect to come to you. And I think that's where the, the biggest distinction needs to be. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, look, one of the people who responded to this and said, like, I need more leads um, had literally 10,000 connections on LinkedIn. Mm. And I'm like, well, what are they if not opportunities for you to sell? Now, sure enough, some of those people are, you know, potential JV partners um, or, you know, potential sort of referral partners who could open doors for you and, and create opportunities. But the vast majority of people you're connecting to 
on LinkedIn or on Facebook in your communities are sales opportunities, right? So yeah. they are leads. But I think what we're breaking down is we're not really looking at how do we move those people deliberately and systematically down our sales process to a point where, you know, we're having that one-on-one conversation, that mm. sales call. Mm. Right? And I just want to point something out before you move forward, Tim, something that you said, you're moving the people down your sales funnel And I just want people to understand that we're not saying you need to go from zero to hero in one message. We're not saying you've got people in your world and you just reach out and say, hey, buy my stuff. That's not what we're saying. It is a, it is that there is movement and there's a few steps to, to go through here. So don't take out of context what Tim's saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if we, I mean, for those people listening to this with a bit of paper handy, I'd, I'd love you all to draw a pyramid right now. And at the top of the pyramid, you've got this little section that's, you know, break it into five five areas. The top of the pyramid is like about maybe two to 3%. And those are the people in the market who are ready to buy from you right now. So those are the hot leads, the hot opportunities um, that traditionally, you know, pick up the phone and they call you and say, hey, I'd like to buy from you. The problem with that is that just about everybody is trying to target that same 2 to 3%. Like mm. You just have to turn the TV on or the radio on when you're in the car and it's all buy right now message, buy from me right now, buy from me right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next group of people down is about sort of 7%, I reckon, at the market. Okay. Those are the people who are information gathering mode, so they're not yet ready to buy, but they're kind of like, you know, I know this is a problem in my business. I'm going to get to it at some point pretty soon or my personal life. I know I'm going to get to it pretty soon, but it's not, you know, top of the list. Yeah. It's not the thing I need to solve today, right, to move my life forward or my business forward, okay? Now, the bottom three represent 30 30 30%, okay? The next group down are people who have a problem, but they're not researching right now. They know it's a problem. It's just not a priority. The next group down, okay, so the second bottom group, are people who don't know that they've got the problem, right, and therefore not really looking. Mm-hmm. And the last group, right, I like to say these are people who could buy from you, but you probably don't want them to. <laughs> okay. And I reckon that's about 30% of the market as well. Okay. Yeah. Now, if we look at most people's strategy, we connect with people, right, we throw lots of content out there hoping that people are going to buy from us, Right? But it's really only the top 2 to 3% who are ever going to raise their hand. Mm-hmm. We forget the rest. And what we're doing largely is educating them, hoping that you know one day we're going to be top of mind when they buy from us, mm. when they're ready to buy from us. And they're mm-hmm. generally not because we're just throwing content at them without really any strategy to move them you know, along that buying cycle. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I loved it. You know, in in all, like, let's just pull back the curtain. When you and I were discussing this episode, and you and you said to me, but it's the content is not going to, uh, you know, have people buy. I jumped in and said, but hang on a minute, we need to be producing the content to position our authority. We need to be producing this content consistently, so we're constantly showing up. But it wasn't until you pointed out, but hang on, Sam, all of your content does that but it points them to someone to, or to somewhere else. That's and right. that's the key here, that it's not the content itself that does the sale. We need to explain to people how to take the next step. Yeah, absolutely. We want to move them somewhere, okay? Um, and look, content's fantastic, right? Doing more blog posts, I absolutely advocate. Doing more social media posts, I absolutely advocate, okay? Again, as you mentioned, it positions us as an expert, right? And it makes people aware of it is that what it is that what we do. But we do need to move them on. So we want to look at, you know, and I, 
I think I've mentioned to you off air, that we want to sort of model our business pipeline on the way that nature works, okay? So if we look at, you know, a pride of lions, a pride of lions just don't charge straight into the herd and just swat down, you know, 100 wildebeest and then gorge on the remains. Mm -hmm. What they do is they sort of stalk, 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 find their suspect, right, their prospect from the herd, and then what they do is they isolate that prospect from the herd, take them or take them away before they then, you know, catch and kill. Now, interestingly enough, human behavior is very much the same about how we find a significant partner. We go to a pub, right? We see our significant, you know, prospect. Who, who <laughs> oh, there's a hottie. <laughs> there's a hottie right, across the room. And what we do, we don't just try and close them in front of their friends and say, hey, we should get married. What we do is we try to move them away from, you know, to have an intimate dance or a little sit down in a booth and a drink. And then we go on dates, one-on-one dates. We don't always go on, you know, group dates. And the more mm-hmm. group dates we go on, we're never going to close our prospect. Mm. Right? But in our business, we need to do the same thing. We need to look at who's our prospect in the herd of all the prospects we've got and how do we move them into a more intimate conversation. Now, the first thing might be, you know, come into my private group, right, where we're going to talk more. We're going to get to know each other. Right. Then come to my webinar where, you know, there's a smaller group again and then come to a one to one call or strategy call where we're going to have a more intimate conversation again. Mm-hmm. Right. If we continue to try and close our, our, our leads when they're in that group setting, we're going to find it very, very hard to do so. Actually, I'm just going to add one little piece in here that when we do move those conversations to a one-to-one, we're not automatically going for the sale either because at that point where we've moved to a one-to-one conversation, we don't even know if that person is, um, is the correct buyer or, or whether our programs are fit or whether they're a fit for our program. They might be in that bottom 30%. That's right. So what we need to do is create this content to move them, to move them, to move them. We're still opening up these conversations on Messenger or WhatsApp or um, Instagram DMs or LinkedIn email or whatever it is. And at that point, we're, not even, we're still not thinking about closing them. We're still only having a chat to find out more about the problems that that person has and to open up a conversation. Yeah. So I think we, you know, we make business harder than it needs to be because we just think, I've got lots of people. If I keep emailing them everything, you know, they're going to buy from me eventually. And it doesn't, mm. quite, doesn't quite work like that, does it? Mm. No. You know, we, nope. We're going to do a fun episode on, on, on LinkedIn conversations. We might role play some of that. But, <laughs> you know, if we put a post out and someone likes our post, we don't just go, oh, fine, you like my post. That person has indicated interest in your content. So what you should be doing is starting a conversation with them. If you're actually interested in that person's content, you should be engaging in those conversations. Mm. You and I both know we've had lots of chuckles about the kinds of replies and responses we get from LinkedIn conversations. Oh, wow. <laughs> Today's <laughs> been an absolute cracker as well. Let me just tell you. <laughs> but there's lots there that, you know, if we connect with someone and start a conversation, have the conversation, right? Because it kind of reflects on you as, as, as well as it's your opportunity to kind of, you know, either buy and or connect with somebody else for whatever reason, mm. right? And if you're putting content out there and then not doing the next step, which is engaging, connect with the people who are engaging and connecting with your content, it's not their problem. It's yours. Yes. You've got to yes. take responsibility for your pipeline and not go, well, you know, all those people engaged, that's great, but no one bought from me. Well, it's not their fault, right? Did, did, did you ask problem. them? Did you open a conversation? Did hey. you make 
explain to them that you can help them solve your problem? <clears throat> yeah. So what did you learn from that? What did you find interesting? Why did you engage with my content? You know, what did you learn? Is that a challenge in your business right now? Is that something you'd like help with? Yes, no. You know, hey, I've got more content over here about that. In the same way that we'd move, you know, that hottie away from their group of friends to the dance floor, right? We want to do the same thing you know, with our content, thanks for engaging with my content. Did you find, you know, I thought, I noticed you found that interesting. I've got more content over here Mm. of a similar nature. Do you want to come and check it out? Do you want to come and dance with me? Mm, I love that. So Tim, where are some of the places that you um, point your prospects to that engage with your content? So in other words, what are some of the call to actions that you're giving or the next steps with your content? Because this might be helpful if we share what our strategies are. Yeah, so I've got sort of really two strategies at this particular point. I'll never go in straight for the let's have a sales call unless it's really obvious that that person's kind of putting their hand up and, yep, I need to have a chat with you right now, okay? And and those people will sort of, you do it enough, those people become very self-evident. But the two places I move people to um, is to my Facebook group, and I know you do the same thing with yours, Sam, mm-hmm. and, or to a lead magnet that's related to the content that they've engaged with, mm-hmm. okay? Hey, just thinking... I've got this resource. I thought you might find it interesting if you want to grab a copy. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, hey, just thinking, I've got this community over here which talks about, you know, automation in small business. Are you interested in being a part of that? Yeah. So so we're, we're exactly the same, essentially. It doesn't matter the way that we do it, but the two places that we're trying to move people to is to the Facebook group, but even then, ultimately, it's to the email list. Yeah. When we okay. want to get people on our list, I... Um, yeah. You know, one of the one of the, the masterminds I was involved with over the last week was a, a, in Melbourne where we were talking a lot about how um, Infusionsoft partners were using events. And I know you're a big fan of events as well. Mm. How we're we using events. And um, Lauren, who, so shout out to Lauren Bartley um, down there who did an amazing event called Click Engage Convert at 200 attendees. Um, you know, it's a big event to sort of put that on over two days, lots and mm-hmm. lots of speakers. And, you know, one of the things that she found was that the best response that she had in terms of getting people into that event wasn't Facebook or LinkedIn or posts or anything like that, was from her email list, mm. right? Because those people are now a little bit more intimate, right? They're not, you know, you're asking someone to spend two days with you. Yes, and as busy business owners, you know, if that's your market, like it is for you and I, Tim, business owners are generally really busy and they, you know, two days is a huge commitment of time. That's right. You know, so you can really only, you've only really only earned the right to get two days of someone's time if you've moved them down your sales process or your funnel a little bit more. Essentially created a relationship. Yeah. Okay. And I know both for both of us, we're cross-pollinating from there. So once someone opts into the lead magnet, we're saying, hey, you know, why don't you join our community as well? Or if they're yeah. in the community, hey, why don't you grab one of my lead magnets? You know, yeah. so yeah. we're sort of going back and forth between those two, two channels quite a lot. But again, we've moved people out of their social media space. We now almost own the relationship a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because previously Facebook and LinkedIn or Instagram owned the relationship with that customer, right? And we're having this more intimate conversation with them. Yeah. So I think the, the biggest takeaway that, uh, that we both want to leave everyone with today is that if you need more leads, just have a look around you because you already have them. You've got people connected with you on Facebook, people connected with you on LinkedIn, or maybe Twitter's your platform, or maybe Instagram's your platform. If you've got people on your email list, if you've got listeners to your podcast, all of those people are potential leads. They just need you to open the conversation with them to turn them into a lead. 
Absolutely. It's just ask. <laughs> Honestly, we don't ask enough. We assume. Um, I did a, a post on LinkedIn this morning um, about asking, and I, I used the example of um, your kids. Now, for many of us who've got kids, uh, and Sam, you're also a little bit older than mine, but, you know, as much as I imply and suggest and kind of hint for my son to clean his bedroom, it's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, no, no. That's, that's way too, way too covert. <laughs> All right. You know, and I could sort of stack up his plates on his bed and, you know, just suggest, okay, this is what we do in our business, right? We just kind of, hey, look, you know, when you're ready, come over here, all right? But sometimes we just need to ask and say, hey, look, you know, you do need to do this step next. This is where I want you to go next. Mm, mm. And if you want to go there, fantastic. If you don't, that's all right. Stay where you are. Yeah, that's okay. Like no, no hard feelings, but we know that we can help people. So it's in our best interest or it's, you know, it's in everyone's best interest for us to, to ask the question and to help solve people's problems. Hey, absolutely. And one last sort of parting thought on that. Obviously, if you don't ask, the answer is always going to be no. That's so, I use that exact, <laughs> that exact quote as someone was leaving this morning. <laughs> one of my favourites. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. <laughs> That's right. You know, Brilliant. That's one of the things people are afraid of. If we don't ask, you know, oh my God, they might say no. Well, you haven't given them the opportunity to say yes either, have you? Absolutely. I have a resource for people that might want a little bit more um, framework around how to move people through the funnel. You can get that at samanthariley.global forward slash attract. It's a copy of the Attract More Clients Cheat Sheet and it gives you the five steps to move people through that funnel nice and easily. So if you're looking for more prospects and leads to have a chat to or more clients, go and grab that at samantharali.global forward slash attract. What have we got coming up next week, Tim? Sam, we are going to talk about niching. Yeah, now, now we've talked about this before, but we're going to give a little bit of a different slant on this. You know, am I in the right niche? You know, is this a a client, you know, a group that I want to work with and, and can help. And, um, and sometimes, you know, we kind of need to refocus that as our, as our business matures as well. Absolutely. It's always, always, I'm always asking, am I on the right track? What am I doing? What are the outcomes I'm trying to achieve? That's what we're going to talk about. So if you like today's episode and you got some valuable insights and you know that they can help others, we'd love you to uh, leave us a comment, share the episode with your tribe with your audience with the people around you so that they can get the same insights as well but uh yeah give us a a, a comment and let us know what the big takeaway was that you got because i know that i haven't heard people talk about leads in this way before so hopefully it's helped you to see it in a different way yourself absolutely and look at a big shout out to everybody who's been doing that over the last couple of weeks for us uh the thought leaders business lab podcast has, has hit the top 50 yes, we're uh, in the marketing podcast in Australia, which is super exciting. So real uh, heartfelt thanks to everybody who's been um, engaging and sharing and liking um, the podcast. We really appreciate it. Next step, top 10. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, for leaving your comments. It certainly helped us to uh, jump into the top 50. Thanks, Tim, for joining me today. Really appreciated having you back. It's always good to chat with you. As always, Sam, I'm looking forward to our next episode next week. So Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Ciao for now. Discover how to grow and scale your thought leader's business. Check out SamanthaRiley.Global. Head over to Facebook and join a tribe of like-minded entrepreneurs in the Thought Leaders Business Lab community.